Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a Filthy Talk. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if this is your first time here, then uh, welcome, and thank you, Filthy followers, who have already subscribed, and uh, please keep sharing and keep watching. This is, we do this for you. Yeah. And, and well, kind of for ourselves, a little bit for ourselves. I mean, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm having fun, too. Yeah. Definitely is for yeah, ourselves. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, it's for you. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit ourselves. Right, for, yeah. for you. It's for That's you. That's why, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, as always, I'm Trevor Gemma. Uh, I mean, it's questionable at times, but... <laughs> uh, Chris Livingston is back again. Now, this is definitely a record. This is. Now it's a record. Now yeah. I'm actually continuously here. Yeah. It's new. Yeah. There you go. More Three power. in a row. Yeah. More power to you. Yeah. Uh, and a familiar face to my left from episode two. Episode two. Episode two. Uh, Welcome Karsis back. Chris is back. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Nice. Oh, yes. And for the first time... The illustrious Ooh. Kevin Fung. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How's it welcome, going? welcome. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, and also, uh, Ryan White could not be with us today. So joining us, uh, another familiar face, Roz Young is our fact checker. And chat liaison. So if you're watching us live, please say hi to her. And uh, yeah, she'll, uh, she'll give you some sass, maybe. Maybe no, you she's too nice for not sass. maybe. <laughs> uh, very nice sass. Yeah, yeah. very nice sass. A lovely, very pleasant sass. sass. Um, so I brought in uh, uh, something. Beer. I remembered to do it this time, yep. so that we're all going to have the same beer this time around. Uh, I brought in from a local North Van that's really close by. They make a lot of really great beers, but yep. this is House of Funk Brewing in North Vancouver. It's so pretty. And uh, yeah, they have really cool art on all of their cans. I do I like this? I don't know if it's going to. Yeah. Hold this here for you for a second. Very nice. But I do love Mia Hulk. Yeah, the yeah. same style of art is all in their stuff. And they've got a lot of good beers. This is their Juno, which is a dry hopped sour ale. I have had this before and I liked it so much that See, I brought it in for everyone. Blood orange, guava, and vanilla. See, the vanilla is where you, you it gets a little. It's not super sweet. It's and and the the hoppiness in it, uh, I've talked previously on the show about uh, dry hopping Ooh, and how smell. that's palatable for me as opposed to like regular amount of hops. Uh, when people like over hot color is it's uh, bitter. This color is not what I expected. Mm. Although I suppose, I, you know, now that I think about it with the guava. Oh, yeah, definitely some bits. Oh, that's out what I'm smelling. It does I'm look a little guava. guava. Um, oh, there's some chunks. Yeah, some chunks came out at the end there. I'm going <laughs> to assume that's, that's supposed to be there. Uh, the smell, though, you can really smell the guava. Yeah, totally. Vanilla always oh, yeah. makes me nervous in a beer. Really? It can, yeah, more because I've... I've seen it done wrong too much. People go too heavy on the vanilla, and it's such a, a strong flavor. So syrupy. Ah, oh. mm. oh, I love this beer. I don't know why, but you guys, all, you guys go Ooh, smell. It's really I, I, never, light. I always do it instinctively. But I don't have a sense of smell. Mm. So what I'm, <laughs> what I'm tasting is not what you guys are tasting. You don't have a sense so of smell. So wait, I do not have a sense Does, of smell. That really must affect your taste. I, I, I wouldn't know because this has been my entire life. That's of fair. So you were born with no sense of smell. I, I think I broke my nose when I was three years old and just. Oh no. My parents were like, oh, he'll be fine. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, there you go. So, so is it it's no sense of smell, period? No sense of smell, like but I do sense? taste. But Ooh. you do taste. Yeah. So what does it taste like to you? Huh. A little tangy, a little sweet. Uh, a little, like, I can get, I definitely get the, like, a little bit of hoppy. It's, oh, okay. But, uh, that's as far as I can go in descriptors. Huh. Interesting, yeah. But after two, there's probably one, I, it all tastes the same to me. Oh, uh, fair enough. I mean, that's most beer. Yeah, yeah. It's really clean. There's like no aftertaste, like at all. Yeah. Yeah, I really pick up on the guava quite a bit. I think the guava is the most prominent flavor for me out of this. Maybe mixed in with the blood orange, you can definitely get that. They're, like they're 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 pulling from each other in the same sort of t like the tanginess, the that element of it is being pulled out. I actually don't taste any vanilla in this, so that could have not been on the label. That would have been fine. Maybe but, it makes the guava more guava-y. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> the color is nice. The chunks, I'm sure, are gonna be tasty. The uh... <laughs> oh, I thought those were bubbles. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's little chunks in there. Little chunks in every. It's a little surprise. In well, every glass. That, that, I mean, that speaks to me of it's probably so. There's there's different ways you can make a sour. Mm -hmm. uh, you can uh, like the, we have another sour that we have on tap right now, which is That's the good. pink lemonade sour from Beer Brewing in North Van, also in North Van, real close to House of Funk, actually, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, but like right beer, next door almost. beer has an extra E on the end, so it's B-E-E-R-E, -E -E, uh, and it happens to be the last name oh. of the uh, brewmaster there. Yeah, right? the whole family. Yeah, the, I mean, uh, that, it's, yeah. it's the beer family. It'd be interesting if the if, beer family, they make, they make beer. The brothers, yeah. I think there's three of them, it's they like make naming, beer together. I mean, that's like naming your son Jeeves. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're either going to be a butler or a driver if you're Jeeves. If your last name is beer, <laughs> I think you're making beer. beer. That's what yeah. you're doing. And they do it well. 
Yeah, um, there's a burlesque dancer named Diva Mercedes. That's her actual real name. And I was like, if you're wow. not a burlesque dancer. <laughs> that or a stripper, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, with sours, the reason there's chunks in here is probably because they might actually use some blood orange or guava, like putting yeah. it in the, hello. Do you want to finish your thought about beer before yes. I, oh, go. Very quickly, I just want to say that, because uh, uh, typically sours, you're either using uh, 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 natural uh, bacteria called Britannomyces, mm -hmm. uh, when you, which you're pulling out of the airs, and that's what gives you your sour, uh, it actually adds like a vinegary taste sometimes if it's too strong, uh, or you're uh, inoculating it with something like uh, Lactobacillus or Pediococcus, the unfortunately named. Um, yeah. and, and this does say it has lactose, so some of the sour notes might be coming from that, but it also might be mm. that they're at like th that fruitiness isn't a natural souring note from like a a, a runoff from the bacteria. Yeah. It's like they actually put the fruit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what like you were saying, do you think it feels really clean? I think so, yeah. personally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the hoppy isn't overpowering. It doesn't feel bitter, but it's not too sweet. <clears throat> It's really lovely. Yeah. No, really it's, it's, love it. it's a, you know, some sours can be very fruit forward. This one I find to be actually pretty well balanced. It is very much a sour. Um, mm. It's it's interesting, like anything, uh, it kind of, the flavor will change as it's out of the can and, and as that, that moves on, yep. you know, as the time moves on. And I'm finding already that I'm, if it's the fun. guava was so strong, like that was the first thing I tasted, but now I'm tasting more of the blood orange. So it's, oh. it's interesting how that's already shifting. This is all just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roz, what are you gonna say? Uh, so the chat was very curious about this uh, Kevin being not able to smell things. Oh. Um, speak to how that relates to farts, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this much: every breath is fresh air. <laughs> Amount of times about behind monitor, like on set, and like all of a sudden everyone just disperses. No one says a word. I'm like, what? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, it's like because someone cropped us today. It was like someone just farted and like ran off. It's like a superpower. Yeah, and here I am, like very confused, but breathing it in, and like no one says anything for a minute. And I was like, I'm just breathing in fart particles. Oh, but yeah. which is still, shit. It's that's still what fresh. that is. Just it's still shit. fresh to me. I just don't know. Yeah, don't don't tell me that. You yeah. should have been a touring musician. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that's basically what the vehicle turns into. It's yeah. Just a fart box do you do you worry extra like about how you smell oh good uh, question. no but I ask all of you to be kind of honest with me if I do smell bad but normally actually 95% of the time I don't smell bad yeah I've, from what I've, people have told me yeah they could be lying to me yeah. and I could be you Just, maybe that's why we're all Canadians are right very now. polite <laughs> maybe <laughs> no we are spaced out because of the pandemic yeah. <laughs> we were doing it for eight episodes. It's not like, you know, Kevin's going to be on eventually. We should space out. <laughs> should get ahead of this. For all I know. Yeah. Let's get ahead of this. It was, it was right long con, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, listen, we, we really rambled in the opening for that. All right. Uh, but Very so today, good year, we are talking uh, all things about the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or what was, Alex, what did you say, Alex? The, the, the information oh, superhighway. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. He challenged me to say the whole episode without calling it the internet and just saying Good luck. superhighway every time. And I was like, no. <laughs> the World yeah, so, Wide Web. So exploring that and, and various aspects of it, I mean, it's pretty vast uh, a topic. So yeah. yeah. So we'll get into it. Uh, we could start with, say, social media. All right. Yeah. Social media. Oh, Pros and cons. I mean, uh, I, I can certainly speak to some cons. <laughs> I don't know how old you are. Yes. 12? I know, so I'm not allowed to guess. <laughs> on the spot. You're one of those people that could be like 36 or 22, and I would. 27. Not, 27, okay. Yeah. I was going to say 27. Right in the middle there. But, okay. Yeah, I grew up in the age where uh, it was like you had no technology, we had dial up, and then we just kind of got forced right into it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And uh, grew up with it a lot for most of the part. And now we're in that weird phase where you had the, the, pre, the, the younger generation, which knows all about it, the older generation is just like figuring it out, and then us who were just like, I don't know where we should be right now. Yeah. Yep. So I have, a, I have a love hate relation with social media. So you're 10 years younger. Did you have it in high school? Because that is, yeah. the, that is the time that I am <laughs> so grateful that I did not have social media yeah, in high school. It didn't exist for me, so. No, all of the like bullying happened in real life. Like people had to actually <laughs> really tell me Put the effort that in. they didn't like in me. IRL. And mean girl me, like they had to actually get together to gossip about me and then, you know, sort no. of ghost me. Like that had to be like a real actual action yeah. as opposed to what happens now. And also, 
you know, I mean, we can't even, not even getting into the way that the internet allows parents to track their children's phones. Like, there's definitely, yeah. I would not be the same person if my parents had actually known where I was during my adolescence. How was it for you? Did you, do you even get to have your smartphones in, in class now? Having no children, I imagine. I'm not positive, but I think they do. I think I think they're allowed to have them in class. I don't know if they'd be allowed to be on their phones. Right, yeah, like, totally. I think that they're, but not that, I mean, a lot of kids now use laptops or iPads and stuff, which <clears throat> messaging, you know, it's all there anyways. I, it's I, not, I managed to get my hands on one of the first iPhone, like the first generation iPhones. Oh. And, uh, never had an issue with it. But uh, I'm glad I missed that phase where um, everyone records everything because mm. when you're in high school, you do a bunch of stupid oh, stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would have been really like, bad for me. And it's not like you're doing anything illegal. It's just, oh. you're just an idiot. And oh who God. you are 10 years from then, you're like, you look back, you're like, you cringe at night because of it. Oh. But I'm, I'm very thankful that some of those things did not get recorded because yeah. I was an idiot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're wow. quite young. So even for us, like, uh, I mean, I had, uh, uh, we did like weird little movies and stuff, me and my buddies, but. That was intentional because we yeah. had like a little Sony Handycam, mm. but uh, I other mean, than it's, that, it was yeah, no, it's, no evidence. It's like the it was like the <laughs> Wild West. Like that's really what it is, right? Yeah. Is that we're now sort of developing this etiquette around it, um, and me. etiquette around like whether or not you have permission to tag people or this and that and the other thing. Whereas yeah. like Facebook, there was you know Facebook evolved in so many little steps, little fixes, kind of like a game. You know, there was like yeah. a little tag sent here and there all the time, but at the beginning. You know, there was about 10,000 photos that would pop up of me after a show of me going like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, or whatever other terrible thing that I did yeah. the night before. And you had no control over any yeah. of that stuff. Oh. And I can just imagine kids in high school, like, just having a heyday with that. I, I wouldn't be here. If, I don't know what would have ended up happening, but all the stupid shit I did, there's no way I would be allowed back on... <laughs> the internet. <laughs> it was there was recorded. a ton of creepy stuff that came with Facebook. Like, I, I still think like uh, Facebook, even today, it was like the first baby step into what social media could be. Right. Yeah. But I remember when, because yeah. I, I didn't join it until like I was uh, grade 10. Yeah. And uh, I remember uh, Jesus. it was the all the different things that evolved with it. Honesty Box. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but someone created a little like miniature app for it where you could anonymously send messages to people and just the bullying. Yeah. Also, all the all the uh, confessions of, of, of love that the... Uh, that came out of that, but it was just such a weird like spectrum where people mm. were like well, got it, but like opened up that and, door to be insulted. Like. And this is an interesting thing. So like for me, you know, I'm qu quite a bit older, and so there was like I definitely predated all of it, and then watched it get developed and watched where where it's gone. And like I remember ICQ and instant messaging, yeah. and that was sort of the, yeah. yeah, and that was like the beginning of this this sort of thing. That's what but, I had in high school. But everybody used their name back then. It, you didn't like think to do a I oh, everybody, like, some people, like, a lot of people use their name or pop up next to an, a, a tag or something, but it was always, like, you knew who you were talking to. There was no, yeah. you know, this is predating Wait, still, you, like, like, actual ICQ, social. Were you Chris Livingston? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, was... I, I was, like, one of the first, I was, like, there are many Chris Livingstons out there, it turns out. Yeah. But I happened to be one of the first on to ICQ. That makes sense. But it, it was more, it was just interesting to see how anonymity, Anonymity. I can't say that. Yeah, no, 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 anonymity. Anonymity. Changed, changed uh, social media. Like how, as that developed, how that part of it really is what I think. And they tried to they tried to destroy that. Do you remember? Because yeah. there was like a whole part where oh, I think they should destroy it. But yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, for people like a lot of my friends are sex workers, or mm -hmm. they are, um, you know entertainer like now it's a bit more mm. accepted because yeah. of RuPaul's Drag Race but like most of my friends growing up were drag queens um, <laughs> you know or trans and like they didn't want people to know what their legal name was because right. yeah, that's fair you know or vice versa right like so it just feels like that and I remember that was sort of like a big activism that we had to do but that was I mean I feel like that we had to do to get people to be able to have their fake name like I campaigned against it I actually bought a fake ID and sent it to Facebook with my Crystal Precious name on it because, oh. yeah, because I bought it. There was like a dude that did it for 50 bucks and like we all had it done. And then did we you just send your like, ID to Facebook. Yeah, because they would they what they would do is they would like dismantle your account and say, this is not a real name. You need to upload a real name. I remember oh. this was a huge oh. thing. And a ton of my friends were like, really? And that's the biggest thing Where that I that think end? has. Did they, did they 
It ended because of a group of drag queens from New York. Oh, okay. So they were like, listen, you know, we don't want our students that we teach during the day. We don't want to have to deal with all the drama of their parents, you know, so, suddenly becoming homophobic idiots. Yeah, so this is a good point. Like, that is a version of that that I think applies, very strongly applies to to hiding your identity or something like that. I think right. the danger of the other side of that, is like the bullying, like you were saying, yes. that's where this yeah. becomes a problem. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's let itself, there's a lot of people, because of the anonymity, they will say things they wouldn't say otherwise. And that's something that's developed, like the, just a, a, a lack of repercussions is something that yeah. allows people to say things that they, society was shunning prior to that. Like you, you, you cross a certain line, you're either going to get smacked or ostracized. Yeah. And now you can say whatever the hell you want. There's zero repercussions. To a degree, there has been recently when you have things like uh, uh, the Me Too movement, where she yeah. has major repercussions for behaviors because people are being outed. So, but then if they were anonymous, it wouldn't yeah. work. But anyway, sorry, Roz, you were going to say something. Oh, man. The chat wants to know what was your first and or most embarrassing original screen name or email or an early handle. Come on, what'd you go with as like an embarrassing? Sadly, uh, I was really boring. I never, I don't think I had. I had uh, Darth Zippy was my uh, uh, ICQ <laughs> handle. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> and my email I still have. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to get a bunch of weird emails. <laughs> you still have that email? I still have my first email. <clears throat> I. I never went with, I don't, I honestly, I don't think I ever had a weird email. I don't know. My, my brother could probably remind me if I did, but mine like, was Mr. Fugle at hotmail.com. Mr. Mr. What? Mr. Fugle. Fugle. Fugle? Yeah. I don't know. I do not know why. That's great. But I just, I just made it up. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, like the, the most embarrassing thing I did looking back now, I got to say is, um, do you guys remember MSN? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's when, you, when your crush logs on and you're like, I want, I want them to have attention on me. So you just sign in and out constantly so that like on their desktop, it just pops up. Wait, all I'm the sorry, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. You game the system. Like, you know, just get there. And then wow. obviously looking back now, it's like, that was very clearly like a, like a, a call for attention. Yeah. And yeah, I cringe at the and thought. And would that, that work? Weird. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it would, but like 1% of the time. Yeah. Oh, crap. I forgot about something. Okay, so this relates to the beers. Uh, so uh, A Filthy Lot has been f uh, supporting a lot of other YouTubers that we like and whose content maybe is in line with stuff that we want to make. Uh, and we got our first gift, gift for being a Patreon supporter of Aww. the Normies. So we have a coaster that I'm using from the Normies. Check them out on YouTube. Thanks, Normies. <laughs> Uh, we will also have a Patreon going live at some point. It's not quite ready yet, but you will be able to support us on Patreon. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> I feel like the, my embarrassing most embarrassing things. shit was mostly just because um, I kind of, <laughs> there's kind of like two phases of CP post-internet. The mm. first one was me being very excited about seeing many photos of myself on the internet <laughs> as much as possible. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I kind of missed that. Then I, you know, kind of did a bunch mm. of self-work, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and unfortunately, my ego is no longer like the main um, motivator for me being on social media. Yes, because, yes, well, I mean, fortunately for me and everyone I know, but um, <laughs> unfortunately for me as like a... Um, somebody who doesn't really give a shit anymore about marketing on social media. Right. To be perfectly honest with you, like, I never, for whatever reason, I never really felt, I think because I need connection with people and I didn't really ever feel like it was super genuine through the internet and that didn't really excite me. I never really like went for it as far as being an influencer. I never used a bot and I didn't see it as a strategy. I just kind of thought of it as more of like a window and probably was distracted by just looking at pictures of myself. Like I, <laughs> like to be perfectly honest. And then it was just like creating all this content, of yeah. fabulous pictures of myself. And that's one of the things that is so irritating to me now because the insinuous, like I worked for a social media startup for a, for a hot minute and learning about all the sort of Las Vegas level hook cycles that they put in there and et cetera, et cetera. But they were really targeted at, you know, um, low-key narcissists that 
um, like young Loki narcissists who are glamour junkies who wanted to see all these beautiful pictures of themselves, yeah. who would then then were like, oh, like actually, you know, I could maybe sell this product or maybe, mm. you know, get this dopamine hit, and then would spend tens of thousands of dollars on this content. Mostly a lot of women, lots of TNA. Yeah. Um, and then the internet decided to switch it up. This is like this. This is there's two main bait and switches that the internet did that pissed me off. One is building, like building their platform off the literal backsides of like tons of models who invested in the content, and yeah. then deciding that that content was no longer allowed and disabling all of their accounts well, no, that they the invested in. That's like that's social media. Right. That's Instagram yeah, and, Facebook. and Facebook. But Sesta Fosta. I mean, even Snapchat, like the Sesta Fosta bill that Donald Trump signed basically says that any platform where there's anything that could be related to sex trafficking, the platform is responsible for it. So that's why there's been all this like crazy, like conservative shutdowns and like arbitrary, like I'm not allowed to promote burlesque shows on Facebook anymore because of that, wow. because of that bill. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, I would. It would make me so mad because it's never been a problem before. And this was the other bait and switch: is when Facebook first started and we were pr pr promoting raves, it was fantastic. Oh, promotion! Was a crazy easy thing back then. Two thousand and six, you would have a literal, you know, list of your friends. You could send it to everyone. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, absolutely not. So they built this whole system that you have to pay for it, and now I can't even pay for it. Like I would pay them a hundred bucks, and they would be like. Sorry, it says burlesque in it, which means that you're clearly See, like. I find it so funny because it's like, you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, these are companies that certainly don't want to take any responsibility. Yeah. Or as little responsibility as they can for the content that's posted on their, on, on their platforms. And it is funny to hear that they come down on things like that. Yeah. When there's so much stuff that they should come down on. Like my issues around social media revolve mostly around the, the, the dangers it poses. Not even so much here in North America, but more abroad. Uh, like they're very powerful tools in some countries. And in some countries, it, like government propaganda. change and propaganda is all used through Facebook and things like that, to which they take no responsibility for that. Right. Um, but there's no bill against that. There's only bill no. against. And so it's funny to me. Like these are things that. No, open up, people. Open up. You know, either have a censorship or don't. Like I, that's yeah. the thing, I, right? I think it should be no censorship. Like I think that the the emphasis should be on, uh, or the impetus should be on the user. Like people. I mean, unfortunately, it seems that there's a a, a very sadly less educated, uh, uh, or or just perhaps more naive contingency of the general population than I. It has it's been it's been made very clear during the, the <laughs> no, I, 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 I thought to a degree, but it, during this year, it's become very apparent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're right. It, but the internet has allowed for major pros, like like the amount of interconnectivity. Yeah. Uh, and the fact yep. that everyone does have devices on their phones now and can record things. Like like Black Lives Matter never would have happened if we weren't able to access the information. No, you're right about that. But when you say no, like not putting any sort of boundaries on it, like there's obviously the other side of that. Right. You I'm, know? I'm just saying that the, the tool shouldn't be blamed for the deed. No, you're right. But should it be policed, I guess, is the question. Sure. To a degree, like there's still a, a freedom of information and a freedom of speech thing, but repercussions are what are the difference. Yeah. Like if you're going to say something incredibly hateful, there should be repercussions. It shouldn't necessarily be on Facebook to do that. I mean, it's that. funny because that brings us back to the anonym anonymity. Mm, yeah. Well, I, def I definitely agree with the idea that like this should be mod like moderated content, maybe sure. not to the extent that it is currently. Uh, Tumblr was a really good example. Tumblr was a home for a lot of mm, um, right. sex-positive communities. Yeah. yeah. And suddenly they were like, we don't want this to be associated with our brand. And they just cut all of it. And their user base just dropped. And right. the, the, the reality of it is, it's like, yeah, sure, you cut you cut out all that sexual content, even if it's like actually like straight up just porn, or maybe it's like artistic news that people were like really work for to make artistic yeah. photos. They can just go to any other website to find that. Like, the internet is such a wild west. You, you can find whatever you want. Oh, God, yeah. Right? But like, your brand, your website just became that community platform for you to use to have said content. 
And for you to cut that out, like that does not look good on you. And like no. it, people can find it anywhere. You, you just you yeah. just lost a bunch of user base, your your revenue, and you just kind of shot yourself in the foot. Yeah, and right? porn's great. So you know, <laughs> I I agree. And <laughs> it's, it's been around for a real long time. Well, and it's not going anywhere. Let me no. just plug for all the ladies right now because there is an amazing female-oriented porn site that nobody knows about. It's called Bellasa. B e l l e s a. I'm just gonna write that. Check down. that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> right. seriously. Okay. But um, I have to ask, what makes it female oriented? Um, it, I, I don't. Okay, so I mean, you could get technical and say that it's not necessary. Okay. <laughs> I like it because I, because when I dial it up and I see the categories and I'm scrolling, I don't feel like I'm gonna see anything that's like overtly violent or like okay. super. Obviously, like graphically, um, like what I consider to be degrading. I know that that's like a whole yeah. different situation, and yeah. that degradation is in its own yeah. category that can be voluntary and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. like, I know all that, but like for me, I think it's a safer place for me to go. That just has, and that's one thing that that social media does do is that it does it can allow us to curate or people to curate from the giant fucking massive ocean of everything that's out there, right? So sure. like. I don't have time to go and look for up every fabulous designer in New York City, but like I'm very excited about when something comes up in my feed that so and so managed to share with me, and I need that right now. Yeah. So okay. that's one thing that I do need for sure. Yeah. But um, as far as it actually continuing to be as big of a thing as it did, like I think the nature of all economies, and in this one, the currency is viewership. Like I think that. With the limited viewership, it will self-destruct. Like that's what's going to happen if it yeah. continues to go in this direction. Definitely, I'm surprised with how, like, because Facebook just like blew up onto the scene and then it's gone through. It's useful. It's insanely <laughs> useful, and it was streamlined. Like prior to that, we had basically MySpace, and MySpace was you made your page, and that was essentially it. Like there was some messaging through it and whatnot, but it wasn't so versatile. Mm. And and Facebook was insanely versatile, and you're getting a hold of all kinds of people, and you're all connected. You can message them through it. And yeah, it was it was great at first, especially when remember a time when there was no advertising. Oh my god, yeah. oh my it god. was amazing. I can't. I, I, can't I actually don't think I do remember that anymore. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't scroll through. I used to be like addicted to like going on like websites like like Facebook, and like it'd be. I remember back in school, uh, I'd be like, I got to do one like painting, and all of a sudden like I need to check Facebook real quick. Oh, scroll away, and it's like all right, I'll do another sort like. 10 seconds of work, I gotta check Facebook real quick. Oh, damn. It was real bad. Do you bad. guys have a blocker? Because I, I have a blocking system. An ad blocker? Yeah. yeah. I pay 25 bucks. A, sorry, I completely interrupted you. That's kind of how I roll, though. Sorry All about good. that. All good. Um, <laughs> All good. Um, my, I have a blocking system. I have a stay focused on my phone. Yeah. And it only allows me on between two different times or 10 minutes an app. So like, I know at noon, I have half an hour to do all the shit I need to do. And then I paid oh. for one on my desktop, and I can, like, it's called Freedom, I think. And I go in and I say, I have to do something for 45 minutes because Facebook, like, has so many cookies and shit that you go in to type WW in your search bar, and Facebook pops up. Like, you don't even have to, you barely just breathe on your computer, and it's on. Yeah. Not on my computer. You know computer. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you, you, get, you can get a blocker and everything, but and not, uh, what was enough of a blocker for me was when you go on Facebook now, it's like 80%. Ads and sponsored yeah. stuff and stuff that I am not at all interested in. I, I used to, I used to love I'm a, stuff. I, I'm not a user of Facebook oh, okay. or oh, really? or Twitter or anything. In fact, I only use Instagram. That's like, and I'm new to that. I, uh, Which is owned by Facebook. I bet you it, it is. <laughs> no, I can acknowledge that. I I can see more use case for me personally in Instagram than I could in Facebook. Right. I I am one of those people who fundamentally disagrees with the platform. Really? Yeah, I think there was a good ideology there. I think there was a really uh, unique opportunity. I think it was great for sharing. I do see the benefits. I'm not you yeah, know, yeah, oblivious yeah. to that. I just think there are far, I think the bad far outweighs the good. Yeah. And I think because it was never acknowledged or dealt with and because they refused to acknowledge or deal with it, like the, the impact they have on foreign governments or even the impact they have here, I, I think that is that is a responsibility you have to take on. 100%. Well, that's and that's what I meant by the like Facebook being one of the first baby steps into social media. I think social yeah. media could be such an amazing thing, but yep. if used properly, not just algorithms where you just have walls scrolling, scrolling, scrolling forever, yeah. but rather like 
give the users the ability to kind of explore and see what's around, do a geographic-based thing. I, I yeah. kind of developed an idea for school as a capstone project, but like allow someone to scroll across the, the world and they'll be like to see something of what's happening right here and see from the perspective of people who live there yeah. posting there like hey like look at this mirror I found hey this is currently the political like the political like atmosphere that's happening right now and here's my point of view rather than like it always just being through a media or having it like kind of be biased like, through a platform that might yeah. actually be tweaking how you're seeing these things right. I, I yeah, think that's totally be, fair yeah. I, I, I'm surprised there hasn't been something similar like the the Facebook killer like there hasn't been an, oh. uh, a, an app yet. Because Facebook buys it if it, it must gets big be. enough. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's being a Facebook and actually, buys that's it. what the killers want at the end yeah. of the day, right? The yeah. capitalism capitalism is the turd in the punch bowl here. Like <laughs> that's what that is. That's what's keeping trying to keep the eyeballs on for as long as possible. That's why they're rewa the rewarding action, inflammatory language. And inflammatory, like they're rewarding all of these debates. But that, mm. That's the thing. I think that if you were if you were a long game person, and you had the, I mean, I can't develop an app or something like I don't oh. have that skill set. But if you could co create a, a social media platform that was as good, possibly better than Facebook, you, if long game instead of getting bought by Facebook, is to replace it. Is to wait till like steal the user base, and then wait till you can get. Uh, a, a monetization process that's that's going to exceed what they already. I mean, I would have. argue that there's probably a thousand people out there trying yeah. to do that right now. Hundred yeah. percent. You know what? Users who are currently <laughs> anyone who's watching who is a programmer, do something different. <laughs> try something new. Anything. Anything. Anything at, all. Anything at all. Don't copy someone else. Just try something new. God. That is oddly a harder thing to find than you would think. I. Is, I'll, I'll create one. But I'll, I'll do something. Dope. I'll give you a basic there idea. We'll go. see how. Yes, it goes. YouTube so is dope. I wanted to talk about uh, another aspect of this, which is just, uh, between YouTube, Spotify, Twitch, and just streaming <laughs> platforms like Netflix or, or what, Disney, entertainment, whatever. Like the effect yeah, of the, entertainment. Exactly, the effect that, that all of that stuff has had on entertainment in general. Yeah, and it's been huge. Ooh. I mean, this is what Ooh. we are. We're crazy huge. Yes. Um, I think one of the coolest aspects of it. If you, I don't know if you guys can hear this at home, if the mic's picking it up. It's but it starting to rain real heavy here. Really crazy here. And it's supposed to be lightning, so you might hear like a crack of doom. Uh, crack of doom. Crack of doom. <laughs> but, uh, uh, something that I think is one of the coolest aspects, and which has served our purposes, yeah. is that self-starters have taken a lot of the power away from the gate. Wow. Yeah, that's loud. It's getting real loud. Sorry, O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to talk louder all of a sudden. I know. Well, I, I mean, we, that's actually we might get louder because, honestly, we have to be louder to hear each other right now. Yeah, we really do. All I need is a beer. It'll, but yeah, it'll the, bring the, me the, the typical gatekeepers wow. of entertainment uh, have a little less power right now. helicopter in there now? Yeah, there's a helicopter now. We're, we're getting taken off the air. It's probably Zuckerberg. Yeah. Uh, they found us. They found us. <laughs> I got to get out of here. It's probably actually like a, a Godzilla attack is happening out there. It's like the ocean yeah. is pouring out of the sky. There's helicopters. We're just in here talking about turds and punch bowls. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly been great for social justice. Like, this is the thing too, right? Is that I feel like there are these early adapters who manage to figure it out and make a bazillion dollars mm. off of whatever product they sort of like pivoted into yeah. to sell to their audience. And, um, and, uh, and, and a lot of those people would never have had a shot. Like I'm thinking of, you know, some of these, like the, the beauty industry has been absolutely completely mm. turned inside out. Yeah. The beauty industry used to be a total landmine of self-esteem, <laughs> murdering bullshit with like a million beautiful ladies on the cover of Seventeen magazine. And now it's like legitimately like teenage boys. I'm here for it. Like I'm kind of completely here for it. More and power to people who are billionaires yeah. by the by the time they're 30. You know what I mean? To, but, be, to be clear, she's she's here for the inclusivity. Yes. Not, not the, for the teenage boys. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's let's take a couple. Was that unclear? I mean, it could have been interpreted that way. I'm so sorry. You took that sentence as an excerpt. Maybe someone else should talk for a second. <laughs> I will say, I will say that the, the thing I noticed, you know, I mean, again, you know, when I came into the film industry and my time and, and my interaction with it, I, like, when the first shows I worked on, we still used film stock and, you know, and went through the digital era and, and the, oh, yeah. the in, you know, the insertion of the internet and what that did. The one thing I will say is it broke apart an old system that needed to be broken up. Totally. Yeah. And it opened the door 
for anybody to really be able to make something. Yeah. yeah. Accessibility has yeah. been a yeah. huge thing for entertainment. Um, and I mean, you mentioned earlier self-promotion, like shows. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I was unaware until you mentioned it, the whole like not being able to do a burlesque thing right now. That's fucked nope. up. I'm, no, that's not cool. It's really fucked up. Um, I mean, there's a lot of shit that you can't, like even anything that's got, because they've got little weird web things that can tell if there's a butt on your poster. like. Like honestly, I mean, like just like you do that little does thing it, where you're like, <laughs> does it make it? Your finger, your arm. <laughs> well, have you guys seen the Paul Rudd thing? I do know what you're talking. About. Paul Rudd takes pictures and he bends his finger over people, like yeah. and take a picture of you, and make it look like you're standing under someone's butt. Like yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like I almost feel like it's the chicken or the egg at this point. Like, I think for a long time it was a useful tool to to. Uh, you know, to get new audiences, and now it almost feels like something that you have to do in order to be seen mm. as a successful artist. Mm -hmm. Like, I have been a promoter for a bazillion years, so I remember, well, I haven't really done events. Recently, I have not been doing events, don't die of shock, but like, <laughs> um, in you know, I remember, the year of the I event? remember <laughs> word of mouth being a thing, I remember flyers. flyers and posters being a thing, I remember text messages being a thing, um, or phone calls, you know, but. Yeah. But the the part of the issue that I had recently too is that if you're if you are promoting a show in a different market where you don't know people or you don't have access to, you know, somebody to poster for you in that city, mm. like I was promoting a show in New Westminster and I was really reliant on Facebook to it were it it made it made me have to go and do stuff there and on my feet in yeah. the neighborhood, you know, totally. <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing because I met a bunch of cool people who own businesses there. Yeah. But it, it did take forever. Sorry? Well, sorry, no, I was just saying, it certainly has its uses. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, it's one of those things where um, you have these platforms, and a lot of them I don't agree with, but at the same time, like, they've been pretty entertaining. And, like, especially during quarantine, mm. when everyone's oh. locked down, like, like vinyl's a good example. I know that's been gone since, but it, it, it was one of those things Back where uh, everyone had access to it. Yeah. And just the amount of creative content and, like, first, weird crap that came out of it as well but like a lot of creative stuff that came out there and like I loved every minute of it because people were just finding ways to entertain themselves yep. I remember seeing one there was a girl who just decided to hang out with her dog at her windows like so, okay like you're, you're barking in that car why are we doing this and then she would also bark with it it's just like perfect I love it like you know what more like yes enjoy yourself people getting weird try to understand your dog but like Glorious that was the kind of content that was coming out because yeah. and it was entertaining because I'd never seen that before and well, how mundane it is. Well, you yeah, were also great. You hit a level of boredom, like one an, an internet thing that was really cool. Like Zoom blew up. I mean, it's not like we didn't have Skype before, but anyway, Zoom blew up. Yeah. Uh, and, and and during like actual lockdown isolation, we were doing a, a company happy hour online where yeah. we could check in oh, yeah. at a certain time of day. And uh, you were in a house completely alone for a very long time to the point where you had. Uh, turned a fake skeleton into a... Vincent Van Bones. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I made sure personally to jump into happy hour to hang out with you all the time because it seemed like you needed some, well, some friendship. And this, you made yourself a friend. But this brings up a really interesting point. Ultimately, I think what the internet did in the openness and the accessibility it gave was it changed content. It changed yep. how we think about content. It yeah. changed about how we, what we consider content. Period. Yeah. And uh, you know, it became like YouTube is a great example of that, where it be you know it's personality driven. It became about the people, and they could go out and buy a cheeseburger and eat the cheeseburger and talk to a camera, and it was interesting because you got to know this person, and that we learned was actually far more interesting than we thought. And it also yeah. like slaughtered like the preconceived theoretical notions about what's going to sell, right? Yeah. Like it was like, oh, I mean, just random example, like totally like picked out of the ether, like fat girls in fabulous television shows or as musical acts are not going to sell or not going to get views, right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, actually though, Lizzo is a thing. Like, do you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? That actually speaks to that, that sort of, so in the old system, which was far more controlled by a smaller group of people. The gatekeepers. They, yeah, well, they were, they were deciding. They were saying, this is what... They had decided this yeah. is what people wanted. Yeah, yeah. you'll like what that. we tell There's you is no cool. evidence yeah. Yeah. To, uh, to the no. contrary. And, and in fact, what we've learned is 
it wasn't true at all. There's an audience for practically everything. There's an audience for everything, and beyond that, people actually a girl barking with her dog. <laughs> reality. They appreciate real people. It yes. also like makes me so happy because I know that as able-bodied people or an able-bodied person, sorry, I shouldn't speak for others, that you know I get to get out of the house, like even though pandemic is limiting, like yeah. I do get to see and be here and like enjoy a bunch of stuff, but there are people who are confined to hospital rooms and yeah. there are people, you know, especially even senior citizen people who don't have mobility and like mm. it's, you know, like the, the, the technology has just completely and utterly yeah. improved their life. I mean, I can't speak for them, but I'm assuming that that has been helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely hope it's been entertaining. I mean, at least to kind of help. Them incredibly through. painful to teach them how to use it, but yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God, really my mom helpful. just got Zoom, and she is still. I'm sorry. She, oh, it, was, it she's still taking. Hi, mom. Sorry about those. I'm sure she's gonna watch it. Mom, you don't have to take the computer and then like actually move it down. Like you can just tilt the screen back and forth. Oh, I, my mom will remember this. I, I, I had to try to teach my grandfather how to use a modern computer once a long time ago. Uh, modern computer. Oh, I say modern. This is actually going back a ways, but it was like still like, I say modern because literally the computer in his basement was still floppy disk driven. Like you had to oh. change out the disks for the, like it was, it was insane. And I remember like this was just a computer that worked on the internet. Like when I say modern, I don't mean like fancy. I mean, it just the was, like, it yeah. was like, you know, and, and Commodore that 64. Was, that was a long day. <laughs> It was a yeah. really long day yeah. that I'm fairly sure, certain was completely poor, well, no fruit. Uh, <laughs> back when the internet was a, a dial business. tone Somebody and it sounded like a demonic voice service. talking to you. I missed that sound. <laughs> so, <laughs> missed that sound. so what you were just talking about, um, I, I think that one of the most interesting byproducts of social media and entertainment about and everything is that it's, it has redefined fame. Yep. Like uh, what influencers, influencers were never a thing. Like, the only people who were considered influencers were either politicians or celebrities. Like, you had to have had success in either music or film or something, like models and everything. Those were the only people who would be used as someone that's going to sell a product, per se. Right. And now you have someone who just happens to have enough of a number of followers, and suddenly you're an influencer. Like, it's true, though. And that's not it even is. necessarily... And right now, those the number of followers isn't even necessarily representative of their reach. It's true. And that's oh, part God, of the yeah. reason why I feel like it's unfortunate. I mean, you know, um, lots of my friends in the burlesque world, for example, got in early and got a bot, a specific bot that worked really well. Yeah. And they were able to get up to, you know, between 15 and 20,000 followers and have been sort of slowly declining <laughs> ever since or, um, or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I missed the memo and, but, but I know that my 3000 people are like all real solid contacts oh. and they actually really do more, sh that does more shit for me, honestly, yeah. sometimes than what I'm hearing from some of these people who have, you know, these big Higher followings, numbers, but they don't yeah. actually, do but they don't actually have, yeah. but that's not what people are looking at when no. they are like contracting product deals with influencers. No, no, they're looking at your... Right. Uh, you, you can buy 10,000 followers for $500. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for 500 bucks. Oh, my God. No, I've, no, $5. Like, I, I, I was just reading... $5 something. For $5, now? you can buy, like, 10,000. They're obviously very fake, but yes. you can get 10,000 for 5 I've considered it. Um, a lot of my friends have done it. Most I've, of my friends have done it. But the, you're like, that's going to get cracked down on. Well, but even if it doesn't get cracked down on, the problem is, is that people who have done it, the false inflation of your lose. numbers actually... Yeah decays yeah. and it will hurt you long yeah. term. Yeah. A lot of people thought it would, you know, well, if they see that I have 10,000 followers, then maybe I'll get 20,000 and then when that drops, I'll have real 10,000 followers. The early CP would have been sad about not getting in on it, but like yeah. current, like lots of fork and therapy CP is like yeah. very grateful that I actually do get to reach my friends when I post it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would have, I would have felt real dirty. Yeah. You, you pay $5, you get this thing, you're like, yeah, bring it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a one night stand. It's like horrifying yourself. I paid five dollars um, for lots of dirty things. Ross, you uh, had your hand up. You're gonna say something? Yeah. Chat's asking about your favorite influencers or your favorite just internet personalities. People that you follow online. Oh. You like the stuff they post I think or share. Know the answer for me, but yeah. I don't know. What is it? Oh, oh. you go first. Go, Kev. Uh, you know, hey, oh. Go ahead. Peter McKinnon. Peter oh, personality. Ah. Beat you to it. Wait, what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, no high fives. No touching. We have sanitizer around. Oh, gosh. 
I, I, spirit. Here, here, here. Uh, there you go. I'm going to keep my arm over here real quick. But yeah, no, Peter McKinnon. Uh, what an entertaining fellow and just also such good tips. And he's and, Canadian. And he's Canadian. Canadian. I do love really? it. Really? Yeah, like, yeah, he's just so down to earth. Yeah. I, McKinnon, if you're watching, I, I, I love everything about you, and uh, please come Please come play with us. Hang out with us. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, he's actually yeah. my favorite, but it, also the same thing. I, I actually I admire how quickly he grew, um, but the integrity he seems to really bring to all of that. So it didn't feel like somebody who rose fast and was just like, I'm the best thing in the world. But I feel he really, truly seems to just enjoy what he does. And, and that, to me, is something that I find really attractive when I watch something. I, cool. I Genuine. Don't, I don't yeah. know that I have a favorite influencer. I would say I have a favorite set of, like, internet personalities, and it's, like, Try Guys. Oh, yeah. Try Guys are really? great. I've been watching the Try Guys since they were with, uh, who were they with? So, he used to be with, uh, <laughs> shoot. No, oh, we don't remember him. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. <laughs> oh, it was BuzzFeed. So they left BuzzFeed, they created their own channel, uh, yeah. and I subscribed immediately. And they just, because as soon as they left BuzzFeed and created their own thing, they, they just like, like their, yeah. their subscribership. They are funny. They're great. I, yeah. They're just, they're just a really fun group of guys. I, yeah, I, I watch a lot of their stuff. I'm a Fair big enough. fan. I have like two, I mean, I have somebody that I started watching and then they moved to the internet format and then I continued. And it's the only reason I've ever attended a fan con, which was drag con in 2017. So I'm obsessed with drag queens and my favorite content is photo fashion review, mm -hmm. <laughs> fashion photo <laughs> review, um, where they rip apart every, all the drag queens outfits. It's like, as a costume worker, like, you know, this is like my favorite thing ever. Been watching it for who, years who and years it? and years. Raja Gemini. Oh, it's Raja? Oh God. Sorry, I like drag queens to too. Him. I've gotten to meet them. I've gotten to meet them, and it's like my only like fan moment. Seriously? Like, literally, right. I literally died a million deaths. Um, oh my God. And then my favorite, probably non like, non sort of like pre-famous influencer who just became famous through the internet is this. Um, curved plus size model named Ruby Rocks, mm. who I'm hoping to bring in here at some point Ruby to do Rocks. something. So yeah. she has a, a million followers on Facebook and um, she's a good friend of mine. Basically what happened was somebody, uh, she became aware of a website on Facebook that was called Project Harpoon, where they found hot girls that were fat on the internet and then Photoshopped them to become skinny and acceptable. Oh! And so what? she took that and there's a bunch of photos of That's her cool. out on the, on the group. Like she was like the cover girl for their group of like, yeah. this girl would be so hot if she looked like this. So she took this opportunity and, um, and you know, ran with it and just like got a bunch of talk show appearances and just like, you know, kind of brought to it the attention that this was such bullshit. Oh, okay. she's gorgeous okay. and fabulous. I got confused for a second. No, there. she wasn't like, I'm excited. She was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Okay. Oh, yeah, God. no, she was like. <laughs> for anyone who's going to Photoshop anything like that, fuck off. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. No. Come on. Come on. Just not helping anyone. And now she's this huge influencer. And like, it's really funny, because one time in a, in a newspaper article, so it was like, Crystal Precious is huge, but it like, sounded like like me as a person, I was oh. huge. And I was like, that was weird wording. But she's huge as an influencer <laughs> and also a fabulous, gorgeous, plus size model who's, fat, who's amazing. So she's my favorite. Look her up, Ruby Rocks. Oh, she's so hot. Is it R-O-X or R-O-Ruby, just like the jewel, and yes. then R-O-X-X. -X. X-X. Yeah, right. she's a redhead, she's stunning. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I almost want to ask, what's the next question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, guys. Uh, yeah, no, something I would talk about just is a little bit about uh, old world, new world kind of differences. So, because for me, that was, I think, the, the experience of the internet, the most, the moments that, that stood out the most for me. I, I was a very early adopter of digital content. So, uh, web series and stuff like that, which technically Netflix or Amazon, all of that is considered digital content. So when I used to go to meetings about projects and things like that, certainly back in the early days of this, everybody was, you, you meet with a studio and they're like, I don't understand. You want to do what? Mm -hmm. And this is going to go where? <laughs> On the internet. And people are going to watch this. Okay. Right. And so they were terrified of this because they didn't understand it. Yeah. 
There's still a lot of that. Well, and, and the, the interesting thing now is seeing how they fell it. behind because they were too afraid of... Yeah, it happens to all of us. Yeah, they stick to yeah. the bottoms and then they fall. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> But is, is they were afraid. They were afraid to change. They didn't want to put money into it because they didn't know how to monetize it properly. They didn't, we have to they prove didn't... a model before you get investment. It's right. But thing. now the, the companies that weren't afraid have stepped in. They've, they've dominated the market. And now you're watching TV networks and stuff try to create their own platform. Oh, They're God, trying yeah. to catch up, but they can't. And so I wonder if there are other areas. Like that for me was very obvious because that's my area. Yeah. But are there other areas where that same thing happened? Where there was an old guard in fashion that fell apart or an old guard in something, you know? Did we notice that elsewhere with uh, internet? I mean, there's a, there's a brand new thing, which is Twitch. Like, mm, I mean, true. I grew up playing video games, being told that it was a waste of time. And it sucks because oh. I'm actually pretty fucking good at video games. And if I would have, <laughs> like, known... But at the time, it didn't exist. Like, the only yeah. thing as a career... For, for my age was like, if I'm gonna do video games, I either know how to, need to know how to program them or I could get a job as a game tester. And that sounded awful. <laughs> it really did. But really, I could have gotten so good at games that I could be an esports competitor. I'd be an athlete. Well, you're way too old now. Uh, no, yeah. you don't have to be. Hey, no, you can. I don't mean, do that. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That's whatever he wants. That, and that, that brings a really interesting point up is that. Considering esports, if you consider them athletes, which is a, I don't think you should. There should be a different word. But uh, but <laughs> it's the most accessible thing. It's not an ageist. Uh, it doesn't matter about Actually, that's like not how. True. A, as it's far as fan like, following, but like, stuff. like no, no. But I mean, like legitimately, that's like so. The actual esports leagues and whatnot, they do put an age limit to it. They look really? at it. Yeah. Well, not not really? like a, to what is. To what a, a, a solid esport player is going to be capable of, they look for youth versus uh, an older person because of their uh, ability to react faster. So there's actually there's a great uh, there's a guy. Oh man, I think it was. I think uh, there should just be because a, of your, I mean, your story that, about your grandpa in the computer. Hold on, but it, it's true though. So the, the proof is in the pudding the there. There's a test that they do. It's a wall of lights, right? Button lights, and you stand this close to the wall. And the, the lights start going, you're supposed to look straight, and then you have to tap every light as it goes off and stuff like sure. that. So when they do this, uh, or this is, and this is, there's studies that show that the reflex rate of youth is much faster than those of people even 20 or above. So they, they look at people and they go, oh, you're, you're 26, you're not going to be as fast as this 14-year-old who's going to be way faster in reaction time. Sure, and but there's been beginning... plenty of games that don't require the reaction speed of that. Are you, are you telling I'm just saying, you look, at, you look at esports leagues, they are young, they are not, sure. you know. You've got you guys like not Dead a channel Mouse. for like chess? Sure. There must yes, be. Yeah, I saw the yes. wizard once. But is that an esports? <laughs> That's my <laughs> contribution. Hey, once once you, you surpass the esports, you move on to chess or some other board game, right? But like, there's always something for it, right? Like, yeah. But yeah, you can Dad, play this chess. is for all the times you told me games would amount to nothing. I could have been a game designer. I could have done something with that. But no, I. Yeah. I, I, I oh, trust so, me. Being you got South Korea, which is way ahead of the game. Which they already had a TV channel specifically for uh, StarCraft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. They're way ahead of the game there, and then it just it it, it bounded across uh, yeah. the West. Just the wrong time. But like esports leagues and yeah. stuff, they look for like twenty under. Well, I think they should. Uh, uh, maybe they should have much like in the UFC has weight classes, have age classes. Why not? That could be a thing. That would be dope. The over just, forty league or well, something. I want to see a sixty-year-old league. Yeah. Right? See if we can Great. Be team here. And <laughs> see where we go. Maybe that would help. Let's us see if we can. Try guys did it. Yeah. Create um, an esports team here. Family to use technology more team. if it was gamified. Yeah. I Actually, think that's a really things. good idea for an app, like a gamified technology teacher. Ooh, there you go. Oh yeah. Whoa, 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 Coming up with I the ideas. Like that is a really good idea. Right? If you could teach older generations how to use technology by making it a game. So that's actually a really I good idea. A lot of <laughs> like a really good idea. I kind of so my my uh, my grandmother, she actually is quite a, she's very active online. Mm -hmm. you oh. know? And she's always commenting on all my stuff and certainly has popped up and I uh -oh. love my, I love you grandma. <laughs> I'm sure you're watching this. Hi Chris's grandma. Have, but I I do she's great. <laughs> I would love to see her get into an esports league. That right? I think a bunch of. She'd be the most lovely esports player ever. I she briefly mentioned so it. Called, called I, the filthy mothers. I yeah. briefly mentioned oh, it in God. the uh, uh, video game episode, but I do play DC Universe online, and I know that she also plays Destiny uh, with uh, like a like a, a 
really nice old lady. Like, she sounds like an old Southern lady. She's American for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know her real name because she's just gotten, you know, uh, that's another thing. Anonymity in gamers. Everyone has a gamer handle. No one uses their real name in gaming. I, Why, there's I no feel, problem there. Are they, is and it they really working most? for people's social skills, though? Because I wanted but, to say, Greg. No. Oh, sorry. No, no. No, no, oh, no, I was no, just going to no, say, no, I was just going to no, talk anyway. about how, now I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but I do rely a little bit on my intonation and cadence in order to make my point because I'm a sure. sarcastic bitch. And unfortunately, <laughs> that does not translate into instant messaging. No, no text oh, is the worst it for that. It is terrible for me. That people are me always thinking that I'm being a giant bitch. Oh, I piss people off and all it the is, time. Right. And I have and, to add like emoticon. Well, emoticon is one technique, but if somebody else has already decided that you are mad at them or yeah. they are mad at you for some reason, yes, then they it doesn't matter how many yeah. emoticons you use, you are in the doghouse forever. Yeah. And it pisses me off because people are like literally mad at you if you call them. I, I feel like you should get better friends. Um, actually, I've been working on that a little okay. bit recently. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> no, I've been working on that, so thank you. No, but that's the thing is that I... Wait, was that sarcasm? There, I don't... There's, no, I, <laughs> there's been many situations where uh, as someone has come to me with like an email or a text and been like, can you believe this person said that? And I'm like, well, how do you think they said that? And then they... T and I'm like, okay, what if it sounded like this? Right. And if you change... If you put the emphasis on the right syllable, then it changes the meaning entirely. Yeah, right. and you got to have that in your brain, like... Like that's the thing is you have to choose the best possible, yeah, the best possible scenario all is, the time. That is literally how I got into using emojis. Was literally I should put a smiley face so they know yeah. I'm being. I'm, yeah. not, <laughs> I'm not being a dick. I am happy. Smiley, laughy. I feel like you guys should should learn how to write properly. Yeah, that might also be a, a reality, but I learned to write before this was a thing. Is there like is there like you know like expressionary verb? Like I'm terrified, honestly, of like of the idea of never not being able to use my voice. Like I'm already oh. really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's scary. Oh, no, Do you okay. know what I mean? That's like I'm already right. really uncomfortable whenever like I'm in like, you know, going to Mexico and not being able to, at least then I can be like, blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. people can still get the gist, which oh, no. is that then I'm it's bitchy, all in time. but I like you. I would say I'm a very in-person person. <laughs> yes, I'm totally. I'm an in-person person. And for anyone who knows me, I am terrible with my phone, okay? Like, I, I don't even know where it is right now. I to your credit, have no idea. <laughs> I've gotten better. Chris dropped his phone down three stories last week. Yeah. That, that... <laughs> terrible with my phone. I am terrible with my phone. So but that's I'm... clumsiness, not, like, not responding and whatnot. Like, you're... Yeah, no, but I just yeah. mean, like, but you, you also don't. leave it's it everywhere. It's like a conversation. I am yeah. that person. Yeah, I, I like, like that a conversation. Too, yeah. I, I enjoy conversation. But, yeah. like, uh... uh Quick Online note. dating, for example, I'm so glad that I that I managed to skip that somehow because that <laughs> terrifies me. Like, yeah. online somebody, dating. Yeah. I will say, Ash and I met through online dating. You did? Yes. So you Which, must be good at it. Uh, she found me. There you go. Well, yeah, she is obviously good at it. She chooses well. Uh, but I was about ready to quit at the time. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't think about talking about online dating. I mean, this fits. I was gonna like, say. Like, like I was, I had to be pushed into online dating. I kind of like, I was just making attempts when I was, because yeah. I ended up, I, I was, I was like a serial monogamist, and I made it. I was 28. I ended up single for the first time uh, in like four years. Uh, no, since I was 16, when I was 28. Yeah, and I didn't know what to do. Right. And I, right. I was just like within my weird social circles and like trying to see like who's interested and I was helpless. And then uh, I got pushed into online dating and had a lot of bad experiences. One really horrible. Oh no, tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, it, I, I, I'm not gonna, I can't <laughs> she tell, I, I won't say who she is. It ended with her uh, kissing another guy at a nightclub on your date? Uh, and then oh, I left, and she told me, uh, how dare you fucking leave, blah, 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 get back here. And I was like, what? And then... Did you text? And then she... Uh, I was hammered at this point, and I left my car at her place downtown. I went over to my buddy's place. I was like... I was crying and shit. I was upset. I don't know what the hell was going on. And by the time I left, she started texting me and saying that she was in a hot tub... Or not a hot tub. She was in a bathtub, and she had opened her veins. 
She was trying to tell me that she could. I don't know who this is. Wait, no, <laughs> and I and I knew that this was true, uh, or that I knew that it wasn't true because I could hear the traffic going by her on the street as she was walking down the street. This wasn't a voice. Yeah, this like, is. This yeah. is a crazy person. Um, but uh, yeah, online dating. I was I was about to quit because of things like that, and then Ash found me. So thank you. I will say online dating. Ash. I I have never used online dating, but I because like you, like I sort of. Skip that stage, but I know that it it has come a long way and is now, from what I understand, pretty much how people date. Yeah, and the stigma is gone. <laughs> like there used to be this weird stigma that like you try everything else first and then you start. That's but that was now the... it's like don't waste time, just get on. There. Well, we were pre Tinder. We met on Plenty of Fish, and then Tinder came out after, and Tinder seemed like the least. Like it was very much just a meat market. It was like window it's shopping. Still a meat market. Like that. There's, like that's there's a place for a meat market. I mean, sure. You know, everything yeah, has yeah, its sure. moments. I was just like, I'm the person who actually read people's profiles and then sent yeah. the messages that were, you know, something about, oh, it's interesting that you're interested in this, and it's like, uh, it was usually clever and funny. You're doing it wrong. You have a, a question there? No, I did it well. <laughs> Quick question from the chat. Yeah. We only have a few minutes left, but trolls. What do we do? Trolls. Oh, uh, uh, ignore, God, take the high hunter. road. I always say if you don't have a troll, if you don't have a hater, if people are not saying, talking shit about you, you do not matter. You yeah. need to have a fucking troll. Somebody was at telling me this <laughs> the other day. They were like, I'm scared about what people think. And I'm like, no, that's yeah. great. That's great. Because then what happens too is that you evoke like sympathy from other people. Here's the other side of this. Or empathy. I, I, I don't disagree. I actually have no issue with trolls. What's, say whatever you want about me. You are definitely not going to hurt my feelings. So it's, it's <laughs> I, I, I think that the thing of it though is the other side of that is that cyberbullying level. Yeah. You know, like when there you're are young people who are have, affected yeah, by this. Totally. And, and it can be really dangerous and detrimental yeah. to their their development and who yeah. these people become. Uh, we are pretty much out of time, but I did want to talk about the psychology of the internet and what the effect that it's going to have on society. Like we're we are the uh, we're the Born guinea pigs. Two hours now. I just, know, but we're we're the guinea pigs. <laughs> We've got two minutes left. Just this. Maybe topic. we'll get back to this at some point. But it, it, it is it is a weird thing. Like uh, uh, we're all I mean one millennial here. Otherwise we're all zennials. So we are the last. Just learn this. We're the last analog generation, and then the first digital generation. Sure. Like that in one. So we're the transitional generation. And yeah. the and the Zennial window is very, very small. I had to convince um, my father to get internet. Yeah, I, I remember that, Dad. I remember. <laughs> I, I, I would just say, because I don't know, I feel the internet has caused a lot of like loneliness issues because it is. while, while it has connected a lot of people in a weird backwards Removed way, way. It is disconnected because we're like, well, as long as I have them as a friend. Yeah, it's enough. It's a it's, number th numbers game at that point. Exactly, you're not yeah. putting the effort in anymore. Yeah. Like, and it's not about FaceTime, and it's not about actual connection. It's about comments and likes, and 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 yeah. then when it comes to what you were mentioning earlier, like there's there's a bit in the Joe Rogan special where he talks about uh, a girl on Instagram who has like. 60,000 or 60 million followers or something and all she does is take pictures of her ass with like duck lips and the psychology of that because you mentioned dopamine hits and, oh, and right. that likes and all that stuff gives you it actually gives you happiness and fulfillment and that's that's the thing you're living for and that's what you crave and what kind of effect is this kind of a thing going to have on us in long term? I have lots of things to Bad say about one. that and the effect of, uh, on it on like especially small like teenage people like yeah. teenage women, but I yeah. feel like I pr should probably refrain from. I think from the world watching. was hard enough as it was. It was. Okay? <laughs> like, I remember being a kid before internet. It was not well, easy. Well, you had to market yourself. Well, but it was not easy to be popular then. It was like that. There was already a popularity game amongst the 60 people that I knew, <laughs> let alone the 600,000 people that are now judging me because I'm trying to be. You know, like it. it I think it's actually, I think it's overwhelming and it's too, it's dangerous and I think it's too much. I mean, Certainly I for youth, I think it's, it's something that, I guess as so. an adult that might be different, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's another thing to that though with like technology where uh, our, our idea of youth is our experiences. But no, let me put it this way. I was bullied as a kid growing up. Sure. It's something I, I lived with. I was bullied by like five, six people, and that was hard. That was not an easy thing to grow up with. I can't imagine being bullied yeah. by thousands of people or, or 600,000 people. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like all of a sudden, like that would be, it would be crushing. Like it would destroy me. And it's, people are misplacing blame too. Like, yeah. I think that it's really interesting because it's almost like there's this sort of uh, thing where uh, people will sort of target people who are more likely to respond. Mm. Uh. 
than they are to target the because people who are actually that. responsible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that you hit it on the head, like if, like when we were talking about responsibility. I mean, for me now, especially with what's going on, when I'm using social media, I'm like, I want to try as much as possible to put at the forefront, um, you know, like be responsible about what I yeah. share. I will say know? this, to, as I know we're coming to the end of this, but I will say that I have not, I am, as somebody who very much sees a lot of the negatives of social media and the dangers of social media. I have noticed that shift, certainly in the last few years, of people actively trying to be positive, promote positivity, yeah. to support each other versus push down And underrepresented people. Wait, I, you're not I even on Facebook. That. How are you noticing no. this change? <laughs> I, I, I still pay attention. Full of shit. <laughs> All right, <hold> on. <laughs> All right. I don't know All where right. my phone is. You're like reading but someone I, else's page? I, I know people. I'm, I'm no, I, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> and, and I've told you because, uh, so the, 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 I think a danger of social media or Facebook in general is um, people who, who disagree and then either block or remove that voice from their life. I've made a point of not doing that and not creating an echo chamber because yeah. you're not going to be able to have any effective growth if you don't have anything challenge you. If you are just stuck in a belief structure and reinforcing that belief structure, which also leads into misinformation and conspiracy theories which have gone rampant, then you need to have different voices to be able to find a better understanding of, 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 of growth, of how to evolve in this world and how to do your research and learn uh, like f discover actual facts about things yeah. and not just like read an article and take it as fact especially in uh, amongst a yeah. Facebook I mean, community ultimately we like you said we were that first generation it's it is something in development it was a thing it's an experiment a mm -hmm. massive yeah. experiment and we're the guinea pigs we're and we beta, were the guinea pigs and I do think it eternity. will settle and I do think yeah. there will be another <laughs> level to it at some point uh, as an, as an artist who kind of is like grew up with that technology and like having it like invaded into your life, I would say uh, this is not directly to you guys. We seem to be doing this right now, but to anyone out there who is creating content or wants to get create content, don't be scared. Um, yeah. Accept who you are and have the integrity to be yourself, yeah. and don't worry about the people out there who are going to give you the bad comments, throw shit your way, a lot of the time, 90% of the time, is they're jealous because they can't do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So play to your strengths, be smart, and be responsible for what you're putting out, and be weird. Yeah. Just create that content yes. and go and, forward and, with and in real life, limit you. And in real life, find your, your community. Find yes. your, find your yes. Have your found family of support, people who will actually back you up, that you can go to if that False reality becomes too much good at that. And, is, and is influencing you in a negative way. Find your support group. Have it be um, one piece of the pie, not the whole pie. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, we got to close this down. We're, we're definitely right. over time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. I do want to say uh, tomorrow coming up, uh, we have the fourth episode, or day four, of uh, uh, Unboxing TNA, uh, which is... A show with me and Ash, who I was just talking about. Uh, then on Monday, I believe, we have the bucket list. And coming up on Wednesday, we will Ooh. have a uh, continuation of our Witchcraft Labs series. Or, sorry, Witchcraft Labs series. Uh, and it's the first episode for our props department. So tune in on Wednesday to check that out. And then we'll be back uh, Friday for Filthy Talk. Again, we'll see you then. And uh, until then, stay filthy. Mm -hmm.